0: I'm what back.
1: about the Waco, Texas guy? That's I just a, was looking at that's, that's...
0: him. Uh, Koresh?
1: Yeah. I mean...
0: He... So he didn't kill anybody. The... Ameri- the, the AF... AF the... ATF? ATF, yeah. They're the ones that...
2: That was actually a shit show.
0: Just oh, yeah, for... because they they didn't burn the building down. I think Koresh gave the order to, like, light the fire inside the building. So I don't know. No one, no one really knows. 79 uh, died. 10 too many. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Hello, welcome to Chess Talk, episode 213. Uh, Cody here, Brittany is also here. Mm-hmm. Chloe is in the room drugged up. And yeah. Rob and I are playing chess remotely he went first i'm going you forgot I got somebody no
1: madeline's here too, madeline's here oh, too. Yes. no him.
0: i was talking about chess and the dog um, and chess and
1: is more important pesto's than me.
2: there he's here staring at the wall because the yeah light there a, there cause
0: there's a light fairy on but... the wall oh. hey i thought <laughs> dog i thought it was just because he stared at walls normally no.
2: i mean yeah
1: if there's light on that wall he does it's very important things yes
2: i can't hear you
0: guys again sorry no i wasn't talking oh, i was like i don't know what's going on that was a conversation it got real quiet <laughs> sorry no, i was turning my uh, volume down uh so hello we're back we're gonna <laughs> talk about more show talk about some um, star wars and that's it lighter episode this week Eat. uh but you guys didn't talk about anything crazy this week you uh, guys did any uh, more fishing
2: we did you guys caught a fish
1: we yes. did
2: yes. madeline caught a fish tell, tell us about your fish
1: well, it happened to be right when Robert left me to go back to the car for something. <laughs> so I'm trying to freaking reel in this fish and then get it with my hand without getting hooked so uh, I can. Because
2: Madeline I fr- <laughs> forgot the net. <laughs> oh.
1: Because we never needed a net. And then, like, I knew it was going to happen. I'm like, oh, we don't need a net. Like, we're, you know, because we're fishing, we were fishing on like a rock bed. So you could just, like, it was really shallow. You know, you walked in. And I was like, oh, we won't need a net. And then I was like, in my head, I was like, you know, I bet now that I'm thinking we don't need a net. This is the one time we're going to need the net. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. was because this one we had to like, it was basically like a steep bank. And then you just like stepped off into like three feet of water. Yeah. But it was, it worked out. Yeah. We
2: got, we got, got a fish. Yeah. It was. What kind of fish?
1: I guess pink salmon.
2: Pink salmon, yes.
1: You going to eat it or did you throw it back? No, we kept it. We
2: kept it, and then we smoked it yesterday. We were yeah. having some trouble with the smoker, and our recipe for the brine-sugar mixture um, was off a tad. A little salty. So it was a tad bit salty. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it's pretty good. Um, the one thing that's interesting, though, is that when you like buy salmon, generally, it doesn't matter what kind you buy, it doesn't ever have like a fish smell to it. That it somehow just doesn't have that smell. And we're thinking, because we didn't kill the fish when we caught it. like We didn't cut the gills make it bleed in the water and actually like kill it that way. Um, that made that fishy smell more pre- uh, prominent in it. So I think right next time we catch one, we're going to try to do that pretty quickly before it actually dies to kind of remove that flavor.
1: Was he good. was stiff as a board, though. Yeah. Once we... we didn't realize in the process of us continuing to fish, he had slowly Perished. gone to heaven. <laughs> fishy heaven. <laughs> Rip. And then he was like stiff as a board. At least you
3: didn't have to kill it. I know.
1: I have making Robert. I have die on its own. I don't mind cleaning it and everything. I'll do that. I just don't like necessarily killing things. So that's Robert's.
2: Yeah, I've had to do some pretty rough stuff. So I'm glad I did not have to kill another animal. But that's always the conflict, right? If you're hunting or fishing, you're gathering life to consume it. And you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. It. You have to reconcile. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I got to kill this thing in some in some capacity.
0: Yes, if I want to consume it. I must kill it. Yeah, yeah.
1: a lot different yeah. than going to the store.
0: Yeah, just handpicking it. <laughs> I know <laughs> that right there. I want that that uh-huh. colored colored meat. Thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a real man. I, mm. I'm a real human. I went and bought food. Um, nothing else. I think this week yeah, we took we just oh. took
1: past over the river today. But other than that,
2: yeah, we actually I got some videos. I'm gonna try to crop up and and make a little snippet of him going in the water. Um, pretty oh, cool, cute, pretty cold water. Um, and then I did try one of those beers. Um, that I said it was just a beer. Uh, I let it cool, actually, like all the way in the fridge, so like actually a cold beer. Uh, it's actually not terrible, but I do realize what that weird flavor was. I couldn't quite place the first time I had it. Is that when you brew beer, you don't want the water to boil too high when you have the actual barley in there. You want it to stay below a certain temperature, otherwise you get tannins in your beer and it tastes really bad. So tannin yeah. beer, not fun.
0: Well, yeah. I don't know what that means, but. Glad
2: you know. I know
3: it's a common term with like wine.
2: Yeah, wine, uh, oversteeping tea, um, stuff like that. So you can, it's just, it's like a very, it's an off flavor. You just don't want it in your
0: beverage. What about you guys? I'll talk about my thing first because I know Brittany cares so much. Uh, (laughs) The Wow Classic came out. So, (laughs) being topical as I am, I uh, started playing that. Hmm. I only did it, and Brittany knows this, just because I have, uh, friends that i used to play back with in like wrath of the lich king so 10 plus years ago we were in a pretty small guild and slowly but surely we all stopped playing and they all came back and they all made the same guild again so i was like yeah that sounds nice so i'll start playing it just so i can interact with them again and it's been fun it's been Mm -hmm. nice
3: i didn't see you for like (laughs) a day
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you saw me all day today yeah So Wild Classic, it's been fun. It's been as grindy as I remember. It is uh, very sociable, which is nice, which is what everyone wanted, and I'm enjoying it. Good. Brittany is just glaring at me for you listeners. (laughs) I can't have things I do.
3: I... (laughs) You can cut this out. You better fucking cut this out.
0: <laughs> you just I get super know. grumpy
3: when you're playing because if anything takes you away from your game, you just get you just get so annoyed. Like I built a fucking dresser for us yesterday. Oh. I asked you which fucking drawer you wanted, and you were so annoyed with me. Mm. Oh, that and then dresser I sat, was. A... I sat and folded all your clothes for an hour. So that yeah. That dresser
0: was a whole thing.
3: Yeah, you're welcome.
0: <laughs> i, I didn't ask for the dresser no. <laughs> you were just like i'm See, getting this dresser and i was like you okay you don't
2: say dear listeners what <laughs> i didn't ask for this
3: yeah yeah whatever doesn't our closet look nicer eh. yeah <laughs> Yeah, it looks chill.
0: (laughs) Tell them why you really wanted to get the dresser. Because
3: Chloe has a really (laughs) funny habit of going into the closet and taking out my private things and eating them. A dog taking people's clothing?
1: Yeah. That never happens. She
3: loves eating them.
0: She loves undergarments. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm. Yep.
0: So Brittany wanted to get a dresser so we didn't have to keep shutting the closet door. Mm Mm-hmm because we would just go into the living room <clears> and be like oh there's another thing in <laughs> in the middle of our floor yep
1: surprise
0: yeah
3: she's funny speaking
0: mm. of her comedy and all that she broke a tooth somehow fractured fractured a tooth don't know we have a vague idea with the goat horn maybe mm-hmm. it was that but she didn't she chewed it last sunday and then she didn't eat it since and then just uh, yesterday morning, she started doing this weird, like, chattering thing mm-hmm. where she was, like, it looked like sh- like shivering almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she would, like, start scratching at the side of her face. Aww. And then it got worse throughout the day. And so we took her to the vet and we pointed out, like, yeah, we took a picture and, like, it looked like inside of her mouth, like, this one tooth was, like, more bloody than normal. Mm-hmm. And the vet looked at it and he was like, yeah, I think it's fractured.
3: So she's getting it pulled tomorrow. Yeah,
0: and she's got pain meds. She's on one. She's on half a dosage right now because she wouldn't take the other half of her fucking dosage. You just gotta shove it down the
1: back of her throat. You just gotta open her mouth. You shove it down, like literally, like stick your finger, like almost touch her stomach, and then like hold her face up. Yeah, yeah. We got. She she swallowed one, but mm -hmm. then started like foaming at the mouth. Yeah, like she was like (laughs)
0: licking licking on it from inside her mouth and mm-hmm. so i think it was just like all the like the coating yeah, sort yeah of yeah, like yeah foaming up in her yeah. mouth and, like... and then
1: she spit out one of them and... yeah. is it the so, those pink pills
0: no oh. it looks just like a white pill yeah. just oh. a white coated pill oh, i don't yeah. know what the actual drug is but yeah uh, so we get to pay for that so she's been great she chewed part of my hat
3: <laughs> yeah
0: like, the brim of my hat, it looks like she literally just took, like, a solid bite out of it. <laughs> she did.
1: <laughs> it's pretty cute. She's like, fuck yeah. you, hat. Take that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, it sounds like she's a monster, but really, aside <laughs> from the undergarments and the hat, like, she hasn't chewed on anything else in the yeah. house. So She's,
1: she's been... chewing on the very easily replaceable things. Yes. Yeah, We appreciate it.
0: That's Thanks, you. So. That's how
1: we feel about pesto, too. Who normally just chews <laughs> on He'll randomly take a shoe on his bed, but just to lay with it. But he just mostly <laughs> chews on paper products and yeah. oh, painter's tape. That's been coming out in his poop for like three days. Blue tape. Oh god. <laughs> uh, oh god.
0: He's a artistic boy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Good, uh... He likes. I don't know why he tinfoil. We found that before too. God. This is now the podcast. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> good one. Uh,
3: <laughs> Chloe
0: slept in our bed for the first time Aww. last night. Just because. I was. I didn't want her to be in the kennel all night on uh, pain medication, just in case. I don't know, she had a weird reaction, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she essentially kicked Brittany out of the bed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I
3: sat up to check on her and adjust my blanket, yeah. and she decided to put her feet like on my pillow, mm-hmm. so I moved to the couch.
0: Mm-hmm. And then she subsequently just took over that entire part of the bed. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Spread eagle.
3: Mm-hmm. As long as she's comfy. Yeah. I slept better on the couch.
0: (laughs) So who knows if we'll do that again tonight.
2: I don't recommend it, but, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've read articles where it's like, you just sleep better if your dog is not in bed with you because of shit like that. Yes. Even if if you don't remember waking up, they move around a lot at night. I remember
3: waking up a lot. (laughs) Most
0: people, like me, like I probably tossed and turned with her a bunch, but I don't remember it. Mm -hmm. So, but like that does affect the quality of your sleep so
2: yeah, yeah. i would agree
1: definitely 100 percent.
0: dog talk over <laughs> thanks <laughs> listeners if you haven't if you haven't realized yet this is a reoccurring segment
1: yeah
2: it's not going
0: away for I mean, a while.
3: it only is now because she fucking broke a tooth somehow I mean, it like an idiot things are
0: happening so
3: yeah she really is just using up that wellness plan pretty pretty mm. fast yeah. <laughs> You get uh, one of these a year, Chloe. Mm-hmm. Don't break another tooth. You
0: fucker. Uh, so, Star Wars, everyone is aware, it has a new trailer. So we're going to talk about that. It was the D23? Yep. Yes. Why that's... is it called the D23?
3: Because uh, t- there's 23 days. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know.
0: Um, so <laughs> D like
2: stands for Disney, obviously. And 23... Fuck, oh, you're right. 23 is the year Disney came to California. Okay, the person, not sense. not the uh, you know, weird shit but, company. Yeah, uh,
3: the year he founded the company. That's
2: right. No, no, interesting. The, with the year founded. I'm oh, reading yeah, yeah, the yeah, wiki. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I D23 okay. refers to okay. D for uh, buh, buh, Disney and 23 for 1923, the year Walt Disney founded the company.
0: Okay, so that Thanks, happened. Wiki Star Wars stuff. I didn't watch the Mandalorian trailer. I meant to, Ugh. but I didn't. I I heard there wasn't really much dialogue. It was a lot of just like sh- cool shots. Like scenes,
2: I think out of everything that's been announced by Disney, that is the thing I am most interested in. Um, yeah,
0: that's the that's the kicker for you getting Disney Plus. I think
2: it's like the reason to get Disney Plus. Like,
0: yeah, it seems like the most professional thing.
2: Yeah, well, not only that, it just seems the most interesting. Out of all the other bits that have come out, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, actually, that's a movie, isn't it? It's the most compelling thing to add out there, regardless of like, the quality of it. Um, so, I think it's, that's the only thing I'm really super excited for out of that. Also, because it's, it's one of those things that's it takes place inside the Star Wars universe, but it's allowing itself to do something more interesting by just following some unnamed character which probably won't stay yeah. uh, stay unnamed
0: no but i mean it it's similar to rogue one but rogue one was like kind of refreshing yeah but rogue one still ultimately was tied into the main saga yeah. whereas this is going to be it's literally fresh cinematic and not cinematic but you know you know what i mean like fresh full production not just a video game or book or comic book story of star wars
2: yeah they're not they're not they're not doing other what other disney tropes are for right now like just rehashing previous stories it's a whole yeah. new story and it just seems kind of cool there's a lot of interesting characters that are or, uh, actors that are in it so i think they'll make it a little more fun
0: yeah i mean this will probably lead into the star wars trailer but you know definitely feeling the burnout or just the boredness from the Star Wars movies in general. So, yeah. I think The Mandalorian is coming out at a good time where it's like, okay, let's see if this universe can offer anything or if it's really just kind of like a one-note kind of thing.
2: Yeah. And that's that's actually a good point because I think they're they're kind of reading, reaching a cusp of okay, we can keep beating this dead horse of the Skywalkers or we can try to do something different.
0: Yeah. I think I, I think they are at that crossroads right now. Like, it is do this or just keep doing the same thing over and over and have people get sick of us. Like, yeah. I feel like they realize that. And that's why they're like, okay, we got to maybe not put an entire movie on the line with this. But let's let's do a TV show. Let's see. We got Disney Plus coming out. We might as well put some flagship title on there.
2: Oh, let's experiment. Like, because it gives an opportunity. Because I think this is like one of the only Dis- or um, Star Wars things coming out, right? For uh, Disney Plus. Uh...
0: Clone Wars season six. Yeah,
2: that's been going on for a while, so it doesn't really count. That they...
0: But I mean, like Clone Wars has been off the air for forever, so. Oh, I thought.
2: It... Has it been that long? Hmm. Oh, I guess. Yeah, be
0: because sure. Rebels came out to like replace it, so.
2: Huh. Well, that's guy's cool. I heard I heard Clone Wars was very well received. Um, yeah. So okay, all right. So Star Wars trailer.
0: Star Wars trailer. Brittany just watched it. What are your initial thoughts? <sighs>
3: Star Wars is boring. Yeah, I
0: was like, you—you you said before you watched it, like you were gonna have some hot takes for the podcast.
1: Star Wars is boring. Right. I second I that. I don't care. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't even I'm watch like, it because I... I was like, I—I I don't. There, no.
3: <laughs> I understand that the original trilogy was very fun and original and different. For but the time. fuck, it's boring. I'm sorry. I can't take any more Star Wars. <laughs>
0: Is that it? That's I'm glad she said that it. It's I
3: love it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be that person. No. How dare you? Matt. I tried.
0: Welcome to my TED talk.
3: <laughs> Star Wars is overrated. <laughs> Thank Adam you. Driver is a good actor, and but, I'm glad his career is taking off. So
0: I do think that it has issues. I don't know if I would use overrated, but definitely like it is such a big franchise for how little of a story it really tells. I
3: feel like nothing happens. Yes ever
0: that's why i think like with mandalorian it'll be interesting to see okay can it stand on its own as a universe or is this really like a kind of lightning in the bottle situation so i don't know um and i am kind of at the same point where i'm just like eh. and that's why i did watch a trailer because i've talked before about how i don't like watching multiple trailers for things but for this i was like i really don't care if it gets spoiled for me so yeah i'll just watch it Mm -hmm. like i'm going into this movie pretty indifferent so
1: yeah I just feel like with now Star Wars, like it was phenomenal the original Star Wars, and then I feel like Disney now it's like a cash grab. They're just like, Oh, let's oh, oh, let's just keep making more and more I mean I don't know like what the not the last one but the one before I mean, I fell asleep in the movies because it was so boring.
3: <laughs> I don't remember anything from yeah. Force awakens, honestly
0: there isn't much, especially after last Jedi, like there's no real reason to go back and watch. force awakens just because it kind of like stops a lot of the threads in that movie so if you remember what happens in last jedi like okay you know how things resolve in force awakens yeah yeah uh
2: but jj abrams said that rain johnson didn't screw up star wars so it's all gonna be okay guys
3: (sighs) it was already screwed up so he couldn't really do it
2: no like like rain johnson took what jj did in the first one and just said hey i'm gonna do this all crazy stuff and then it kind of, the narrative they're going to go for, because normally they have like a long running narrative across three, three films. They kind of just kind of did its own thing. And it, it's just funny that it just came out, I think like two days ago that he's like, oh no, he didn't screw up what we
3: were
0: doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just making a joke. Oh. that
3: Star Wars isn't great. Oh, well. <laughs> no, it was already screwed up. <laughs> uh,
0: Got him. The, the Filmhouse podcast about the Star Wars stuff, they had an interesting kind of concern Mm -hmm. with this movie and that because of last jedi there everything just kind of ended and so it's interesting that the last movie in a trilogy they have to come up with some sort of problem and resolution like they have to build up a villain potentially kylo and then resolve whatever's going on with kylo in this singular movie whereas in normal trilogies like you already know the stakes of the movie and what probably is going to be the ending but like this is essentially going to be like a standalone movie at this point Mm -hmm. with how much the last jedi kind of changed things around yeah because with uh shot at the end spoilers where uh ray quote unquote ray is uh sith and has the double lightsaber it's like could they really have her become evil in this movie and then redeem her because that seems like a lot of things to happen in a singular movie it would have been cool if in The Last Jedi she turned, and then, okay, in this movie, she has to be redeemed.
2: But why? Like, that's the hard part, is that there, there's nothing... I mean, granted, as an aside, everybody's going to go see this movie. Like, it's Star Wars. People are going to just blow it up. It's going to do great. It's not going to do Star or, uh, uh, Avengers great, but it's going to do really well. Uh, but it kind of begs the question, what's the point? Like, what does it matter for any of these things to take yeah. place? Because... It, Right now, it feels like this is all kind of just bait. Like you know, Rey isn't gonna be evil. Like you know, because the same thing with um, Jyn Erso in uh, Rogue One. I think that was the character, right? The female. Yeah. yeah. So did the same thing with her in the black shock trooper armor. Like, oh, hey, look, she's actually evil and she's gonna betray the rebellion. Ah, uh, just kidding, she's good, and then she dies. Like, yeah. I it I, I want to see it because I, I want to see how it resolves. But at hand, I'm just kind of like. Uh.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing people say like, oh, this is just like a vision or like Darth Sidious playing with her mind or something like that. Uh, And then I also saw people saying maybe she is going to succumb to the dark side, but she's going to become more of like the gray Jedi where she's using the dark side of the force, not for pure evil. Like she's just tapping into that darker side for some purpose. And that would open,
2: a, yeah. And that would open up a very interesting perspective for the trilogy that comes after this, that comes out yes. in like twenty twenty, <laughs> like something different because the last three trilogies have been dark bad, light good, dark bad, mm-hmm. light good, dark bad, like it's it's kind of like hey okay, we we've got we get it it's it's like yes. it's like Uncle Ben and Spider Man like he dies it gives him a reason for being so but then there's also other theories like she's a clone of Palpatine or um, God all that other kind of stuff and I'm thinking maybe that might be the case the Rise of Skywalker might be uh Kylo will kind of redeems himself much the same way Anakin does but well uh, we, get, we can beat this dead horse as much as we want we won't know until it comes out because it's Star Wars there's so many options yeah
0: I don't know I'm I think they're really gonna get crazy with this movie and just really be like fuck it let's just yeah. <laughs> why not
3: Rey is Palpatine's yes.
0: daughter yeah
2: yeah and I I, I'd I'm, I'm like, actually love that well that's what I'm thinking if whatever the the, the t- turn is they need to do it in act one they need to do it like immediately in the film, yes. or the mm-hmm. film is going to be super boring.
0: Uh, yeah, it's going to take a while for things to happen.
2: It's going to be boring.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey <laughs> So, yeah, we'll Sorry. see. We'll see.
2: I'm
3: negative. I, I'm i at the point where I'm more looking forward to seeing cats than Star Wars.
0: <laughs> for the memes? Yes. Yeah.
3: Because <laughs> at uh. least it's going to be fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah, that is,
2: That's. Uh, you're probably not wrong.
3: And Star Wars is gonna be like, so like, oh ha ha, it has the funny joke, and then it's all serious and epic, but it, really nothing's happening.
0: Ha 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 ha. <laughs> hey, That's how you really who, feel? Who gave <laughs> you the script, <laughs> Brittany? <laughs> no other thoughts. Star Wars. <laughs> it's
1: not worth my time. <laughs>
0: oh okay let's let's move on then for madeline's <laughs> yeah. sake well, It's looks like we're
1: on the hike today to the water and he's like oh yeah so oh uh, so i was uh reading the i don't really know how we started but, oh yeah jj abrams was saying so and i was like i don't even want to hear about it i was like i just i don't care about star wars like i don't even care he's like no no you just have to and then he told me about the whole thing with <laughs> the really other guy really and how fun. and i was like oh okay haha so funny <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm just not going to talk to you anymore. I think I'm just going to come out of Jesus. this. this fucking wrecked.
3: That was the best Robin impression. God. Just thought about this thing, and I read this thing about J.J. Abrams.
2: I feel like I'm feel like i like the Charlie Brown L- apparent. No, it was just
1: No, it was just funny, because then he's like, no, it just means that they did fuck up. And I was like, I. I, I
0: they did a bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyways. My... Star Wars bad.
3: Next segment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Uh, so let's move on to something that i assume we will all enjoy this is where you're wrong mindhunter season two
3: mindhunter bad end of segment yeah uh,
0: uh, <laughs> we're, t- we're talking Things about episodes funny. three four and five of seasons two so spoilers for that check timestamps and yep it is the story is continuing on in a pleasant fashion i like that there's a lot more emphasis on uh bill this season and his family mm-hmm. yeah
3: and not holden
0: yeah and as interesting as holden is i like that like he's kind of doing his own thing and mm-hmm. kind of being forced to deal with it and bill is just getting hit with this fucking crazy out of left field story that is just insane mm-hmm. and i love it no i think there, there's
2: a lot to decomp- to to unpack in this i think um this season, this is the last couple episodes, because there's so much dynamic that's going on. You've got Bill and his family. You've got Holden kind of going out on his own and doing his own thing. Like you got, his
0: Atlanta crusade. Yeah. yeah,
2: where he totally shit the bed in a way. And um, Greg. Um, Fucking fuck Greg. I know. Greg. Yeah, and then
1: Greg just like. <laughs> Greg, Greg with two G's. Us? I just love it every time. Hey, Greg, can you step out for hey, a Greg, second? Can yeah. you
0: fuck yeah. off I was just so like, adults <laughs> can <get> talk? Yeah, <laughs> <I have> fuck <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm throwing a party. And I was just like, oh, no. oh God. <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs> and then there was, like, the previous scene where he's like, oh, can you guys, can you three stay? And then, like, Greg, like, had to leave.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Poor Greg. Rip.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Greg's not getting the...
1: Uh, high the, high marks.
0: Yeah. He yeah, shit Park the right.
3: bed in the Henley interview or whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: He froze, paralyzed. I thought that was a... Uh probably one of the better characters until the charles manson character yeah but the henley thing i was like wow this this guy's really good yeah like i was very engrossed in just the way he talked and just like how quickly he turned to rage anytime Mm -hmm. being a homosexual was even hinted at like Mm -hmm. that was a really great scene and i'm glad they just let it there was a couple times where i thought they were going to end the scene and cut away Mm -hmm. and they just kept going and i really enjoyed how they just let that scene happen
1: yeah I just loved you in the car after how he's like, oh, that was a really like you just thought of that story up. Oh, oh yeah, like, that, that, <laughs> everyone yeah. kept doing that. I know. Yeah.
2: That and, thread and has been I so good.
0: Know. Yeah, because even Holden said that, and you know, like she just is like hurting, but she's yeah. just like, I, I guess I, think I can't.
3: She's used to it.
0: Yeah, like she knows, like she just has to continue. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I just, I just came up with it. Yeah,
3: yeah. she seems so unfazed by it, which yeah. is strange. Yeah. But I mean, good.
0: she's, she's Tough. Yeah, she's like you said. She like, understands the society yes. she lives in. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then that freaking one guy, like when they're at the party, I was like, God, he's so intense. Like just
0: Warren. back, yeah. Warren.
1: I'm like, just back the f off.
0: Yeah, and she had to continuously tell him no. And I know, was just...
3: so uncomfortable. I'm like, this yeah. is how people get raped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're too polite to say no. You can't walk me to my car. I know.
0: Nope. She was just like, nope. I insist thanks
3: mm-hmm. like, hell yeah i love that scene
0: get it yeah she's she's a really fun character i think yeah anytime she's on scene i just i don't know i feel like she's written very well and just mm-hmm. very articulate and it's cool to see yeah mm-hmm. yeah and, and she's a Fancy and she's,
1: science lady
2: she's anator is a really good actress i mean she's been she got a bunch of awards in fringe which oh, she she was, was really good in Fringe. yeah she played like two or three different types different character yeah. versions of the character and um, and so she has a lot of range of like mm-hmm. just being just polar opposites to her, the character she's played previously that is, has the same backstory and everything else. So she's got, a, it's just really fun to watch her in a different role where it's much more serious and there's actually stakes. Like, yeah. Because it's historical.
1: Well, right. And she I, she, I feel like she does a really good, like in the, um, a really good job of like, even like with body language and just in silence, like when they're going down in the elevator after they're leaving, um, the observer's office i don't know what his name is but michael uh yeah um he was the observer in fringe i like she was just in the standing in the back and she just had that look of like are you fucking kidding me like
0: yeah why was i there yeah like like (laughs)
1: why couldn't why aren't i going on this yeah
0: yeah there's interesting politics going like i don't know if i can trust the new bsu director i don't like him yeah it's just he's too positive positive. Like, he seems like he's just too optimistic and Mm -hmm. too, like, go-getting. Like, you know he's doing something on the back end.
3: I think he is trying to use what they're doing as a way to, like, gain respect in his position. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think... And use it as, like, leverage for moving up the ladder. mm -hmm. Rather than respecting the importance of the science.
0: Despite what he says. Yeah. Yeah. He's using it as a guy. Like,
3: that's why he's having Bill kind of be, like the spokesperson yeah. for it, even though Holden's like the main scientist just better put I mean Bill puts a better face to it. Because he and does more, more promotable. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh so yeah. I don't trust him. Well I kinda got that from the party when um they were more interested in Bill's war stories of everything than the actual like what was behind the scenes and like what it's actually taking to get um these confessions and like the science behind it because Bill's just like get they all they care about is the war stories because they start walking away when Holden starts talking mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah
3: mm-hmm. sensationalist aspect of it that they like yeah. not the, the science this is the, me- not, the methodology and not the, the
0: reason behind what they're doing yeah it's just like oh like when. Bill Tench was talking to his uh, social worker or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, you interviewed Charles Manson? Yeah. He was like, what was that like? Yeah, yeah, That's just that's just how people are. They don't care about like what you're doing. It's mm-hmm. like, holy shit, you talk mm-hmm. to him?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So
3: Sensationalism. I... So,
0: talking about Charles Manson, like I said with Henley, I was like, man, this is a really good actor doing mm-hmm. a really good part in the Charles Manson scene. I was like, fuck, I could mm-hmm. just watch 50 minutes of them trying to mm-hmm. interview this guy. I was very <laughs> upset that bill was getting way too worked up and played by charles manson
3: i think he like was taking it personally yeah. what he was saying
0: yeah he was and yeah. the charles manson knew that and that's why he kept going after him because mm-hmm. fucking like but i just wanted to hold in to have a conversation with him because he didn't really say anything to. No. but yeah that scene was fucking great i think that was the highest rated episode of the season on imdb <sighs> i'm fairly certain
3: I'm trying to make sure, yeah. So it is the same guy that plays mm-hmm. Charles Manson in this that played it in Once, Once upon, upon a Time, time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Oh, he really? did a great
1: job, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: That's cool. Yeah,
1: same actor. Yeah, I never knew he was so short. He's shorter than me, five two. Yeah, he's taller than me. Yeah, he's
0: <laughs> a, that's his thing. That's he's got this super Napoleon complex, yeah. <laughs> super Napoleon,
2: not your average kind, Napoleon.
0: Yeah, I mean, didn't.
2: Uh, one thing to note, um, before I watched this episode earlier this week, someone did a side-by-side comparison of the actual interview and this you know, uh, interpretation of it, and there is a marked difference between the two where the Manson in the show is much more aggressive and angry. Whereas the man mm-hmm. in the original, like actual interview, is much more calm and kind of calculated, and almost uh, makes you feel uncomfortable when he's talking. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's an also interesting note um, for the kind of a, a alternate history that they're kind of portraying, because similarly to this, the uh, son Brian, that uh, a kind of uh, secondary story that's going on, didn't happen.
0: That's not real. Yeah, I didn't think that. There was something
3: similar that happened that, like, they used it as inspiration for, but they weren't trying to, like, recreate a real story.
2: Yeah. So it's just kind of interesting that they're taking some creative liberties and kind of crafting their own historical context um, to make the show more interesting, which you have to do. But it's kind of interesting that they're not doing it in such an overt way where it's like, oh, that seems crazy. So, um, I don't know. It's just interesting.
0: I, I think any charles manson interview people always felt uncomfortable with it because they were just all the stories that you hear of him the mythos of charles manson and then like you see him and he seems calculating and he's a small little kind of crazy looking dude just talking to you like a normal person and you're like a hippie what are you doing yeah, yeah. man what's up yes yeah, fuck mm-hmm. don't talk to me don't it's look at me love man. you midget <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Didn't, yeah, Bill th- yeah. Huh? No. Didn't Bill
3: call him yeah, midget?
0: Yeah. Didn't
3: Bill call him midget? he said,
0: you fucking midget. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. It's and Holden was like, Bill.
2: <laughs> I' l- a fucking fan. I like that Holden g- <laughs> like just gave him his glasses like, yeah, yeah. this is happening.
0: That is <laughs> like, fuck it, I'll give Charles Manson my glasses. That's uh, weird. See what uh, we- but yeah, the Brian storyline yeah. I think is fucking crazy. Yeah. So sad. And the it's mom
2: weird. is just like... <laughs>
3: A terrible actress.
2: Yeah. Well, she, well, the, the she,
0: can, she cannot cry. No. That is, terrible, that is her biggest issue. She's a terrible, like,
3: crying actress. It just really, like, takes me out of the scene whenever she's, like, upset. Because it's so bad. <laughs> that's my only complaint. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh,
2: that's yeah, fine. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's
0: a fair me. complaint. You, she, she's just a shit actress. I... I think it's just a cry. I wouldn't go as far as to say she's a shit actress. So I, I think it's a little harsh. I, I,
2: I when she's in, she plays up the character I think too much. The expectation you should sympathize with her because of the situation, and yeah. less and less about like trying to sell the awkwardness of everything. That's just there's not everybody's gonna be perfect, and not everybody's gonna think someone is as bad as they are. Like, but the Ro, the row situation, like, yep. the extremes.
3: I think this is still at a time when, like, therapy and psychology is kind of stigmatized.
0: Yeah, that's what she's saying. She's like, he's not defective. Like, yeah. My, my so boy is perfect. he's in denial. Yeah. So I, it's frustrating watching her when it's like, people and parents like this are why children be worse yeah. as adults, because yep. they don't get the help and they don't curb it early on. Like, if they had been seeing a therapist already like maybe brian wouldn't have kept it a secret maybe he wouldn't have tried to bring the boy back to life Mm -hmm. by putting him on a cross like what the fuck
3: nowadays i feel like if someone adopted a kid and they didn't speak for like a year or two like maybe it's time to put him in therapy
0: No, he's just shy. To deal with just
3: the the speaking thing, not wait till he crucifies a kid. No, he's <laughs> Be just like, shy. maybe he needs therapy. He's just
0: shy. <laughs> he's a shy. No, guy. he's not just fucking shy. He's a he's shy guy.
3: Mentally, not okay. <laughs> Sorry.
0: No, it's it's a frustrating thing, but it's
3: very accurate to the time.
0: Yes, and it's like knowing, seeing Nancy as a character and like her and other scenes and how she talks about Brian. Like we, it's clear why she would mm-hmm. not give him therapy before. Yeah.
1: Well, it sounds like... I know that bedwetting incident, um, the, like, foreshadowing kind of of what might yeah. be, like, that was, like, a one-off. I mean, he sounded like he wedded the bed, like, to a later age, but he hadn't done it in a while. And so it's like, that is, like, normally, you know, a big red flag.
2: Well, I think I think what they're doing here is kind of some misdirection.
1: That's what I thought, because when, when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, I was like, he's, like, either bill's gonna be like oh shit like something's wrong with my kid or it was gonna because the way the scene came off came off to me was that like bill didn't kind of know about this and it was uh kind of like the wife kept it hush hush but um
2: well i th- I think it's n- that's not what i was saying i think oh. that to a degree it's up i think this is a kind of extension of um coral and uh elmer wayne jr mm-hmm. or sorry mr wayne um his character and the guy he ends up killing is the same thing with Brian and these boys. I think he's maybe looking for some sort of outlet for the feelings he's feeling by being adopted. And the this the secondary story is being written in such a way that you want you're gonna think, Oh, this kid's a fucking like serial killer. But I'm willing to bet he's not. I think it's more along the lines that he is just in a situation that is uncomfortable for him and he doesn't know how to reconcile that. And so yeah. it just mm-hmm. he sought the boys Uh, affection or or attention and then he legitimately thought if they bring back the if they put the kid across he'll come back and there's nothing deeper than that um but that's maybe reading too much into it
0: yeah i i think it'd be interesting if they took it the path of oh this is a psychopath child i think it is more along of just naivety and innocence like he doesn't get it like yeah. he thinks this will bring him back and if the kids back then it's okay because they were just playing and they mm-hmm. didn't mean to kill this child
3: yeah the but. real story is the dangers of religion <laughs>
0: it's a cult cult thing uh while i was happening i beat rob so sure did. I gathered yeah he
3: dabbed
2: is that what that Some noise place. i heard a yeah. noise that <laughs> when you did that
3: yeah he was like Pah! and then dabbed
2: <laughs> you're the worst kind of person
0: <laughs> yeah that's yeah,
3: me he is you're right <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I like seeing Kemper come back. Yeah. He's such was a, a good actor. It was a very, as always, like a very eerie conversation with him. Mm-hmm. He is such like, I don't know, just seeing him just sit there with a cross behind him and just have him put like his leg up on his other leg and talk about Charles Manson taking his shit. I was just like, fuck, <laughs> it's such a good. weird scene, but it's just you're captivated by this actor.
2: Yeah, and I, I think it's fun to watch him as well, though, because I think... I, I should go, we should actually after the show's over go back and watch some of the actual videos because I'm sure they're they're still yeah. not, they're mm-hmm. hosted publicly, uh, and to see like one the kind of eeriness of not just Kemper but the, all of these characters yeah, that, yeah. that are videotaped, how matter of factly they they talk about these things because I think that's very fascinating but also unnerving because these people there is a number of serial killers that exist today, and it's kind of a, yeah. I think the same kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I know with Ed Kimber, like even Holden said, like he's one of the more articulate and he's the most matter of factly, and that's why they keep going back to him, whereas the others are more like the um, the two people in Atlanta that they interviewed earlier, I think in episode three. That was episode three, the really dumb guy and Oh the... yeah. The The really dumb guy, the guy that said he spoke seven languages, yeah. and then the other guy that made up this crazy story to try and throw the cops off the trail mm-hmm. to make sure that they were looking for the wrong guy. That's the other type of people that Holden has to deal with. And so they keep gravitating towards someone like Kemper who can actually give them the answers that make sense.
2: Well, I think, I think um, Holden's comment about how Kemper could have, if he didn't turn himself in, he could have kept going. Un uncaught. I think that's a very interesting thing because I was just I, I pulled up Kemper on Wikipedia, and it it kind of got me thought, thinking like some people just have a compulsion to do these things whether it's pedophilia you know serial murdering mm-hmm. whatever it's like in them to do these things and and as Holden or I forget Cole, uh, Kemper talked about about how they refine the craft of mm-hmm. those activities. I, I wonder if Kemper turned himself in due to the fact that he knew what he was doing, like the gravity of the actions, but his inability to kind of corral the behavior. If he was, like, doing it to save other people from his own terrible actions.
0: No, it was I think it was more... Um, it's been a while since I uh, really looked into him, but it was more just paranoia. Like, he was sure that the cops were about to get him and he freaked the fuck out and like (laughs) said like hey you know yes it was me like I'm here like you can come get me like I think it was really just he's kind of dumb and he was getting paranoid because he thought the cops were about to arrest him
2: yeah I could see that
0: too I don't I don't (laughs) think Kemper has any sort of redeeming things about him it was very much so self-preservation in the end
2: and that's fair too I think I just—it's I just, yeah. interesting to see. that he also—he um, was denied parole in, in 2007, yes. and then he <laughs> he um, waived his right in 2012. So, it's just very interesting. I, I wonder if they have the uh, people like Kemper that are articulate, that are more intelligent, um, have the capacity to recognize that they have these compulsions they cannot control, and they subject themselves to further prison time versus trying to get parole, or they really want to get I- out. And I just, I don't I'm know. sure
0: at this point Kemper is just fine with his life because um, I don't know if you guys were aware of what he was doing when they first came into the room. He was reading a book.
3: Uh, he was recording an audiobook, right?
0: Yeah, like he recorded audiobooks. Like he was paid. So like there are audiobooks out there that are narrated by Ed Kemper. Hmm. So huh. yeah, that's what he was doing. So like he had a life in prison. Like. He was well-liked, he had jobs, he sang in, like, choirs and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, I think with Ed Kemper, specifically, like, towards the end, he was just like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. why go out? Like, what is there for me out there?
3: It's kind of unrelated, but I looked it up. So, Ed Kemper's been at California Medical Facility mm-hmm. since he was imprisoned. And Charles Manson actually was there for okay. a period of time okay. with yeah, him.
0: We were wondering about that, like, if that was just... Yeah convenience for the sake of the show to have manson and kemper be in the same prison or if that was legitimate
3: he was there for about nine years before he was yeah okay before he was transferred somewhere else so
0: yeah they definitely would have interacted at some point or at least heard of each other yeah yeah
3: and then bobby Base beausole yeah he was at uh that place california medical facility he's been there the whole time
0: yeah i am not familiar with that person so i don't know
3: apparently he was part of the manson family
0: seems like it uh so you guys liking the show yeah. loving the show so far
2: yeah Maybe, yeah <laughs> yeah it's um no, it's good <laughs> it's weird because i'm more interested in the coverage of these individuals and less so about the kind of sensationalized secondary stories that are going on like i do enjoy the anna Torv kind of um stuff that's going on with her character oh my god holden or tesh tench those are fun but i'm just i'm far more fascinated with the coverage of the killers and so yeah it's 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 the, part drama part more just like I want the historical side of things.
0: Yeah, it's like a sensationalized docu series that mm-hmm. it's just those are the best scenes definitely. Oh, yeah. And just the actors they are getting to portray these killers is just great. Yeah. Like they're doing a great job and really just selling these scenes. So yeah, by far, those are the best scenes of the show. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Kemper, I do enjoy Kemper. I do enjoy the kind of larger life characters. I do. Th- I do think it's very interesting. Kind of as a last note, they're following the BTK killer as like a kind of a secondary, like sorry, I yes. don't even say like a tertiary kind of like narrative. Um, it's just
0: like the cold opens. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, that's it.
2: He's there and he exists because they don't catch him. He is not caught to the end yeah, exactly. five. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's so interesting that kind of just like the, he's out there.
0: That's that's why I kind of mentioned it. I believe it's in Episode 8 when they talk about it, and they get their profile on him, (laughs) and Holden is just completely wrong in what he says about BTK. And it's that, I don't know if it's arrogance, but just that surefire, like, this is probably what the guy is. How wrong it was is what led to him not being caught until he essentially fucked up and got himself caught.
3: I do like that. Ed Kemper kind of called him out on that. He's like, you're profiling all these people based on the ones that have been caught.
0: Yeah. And then he just gives him this look and I fucking love it. Yeah. He just kind of like raises his eyebrows like, doesn't mean you're going to get them all.
3: Yep. Yeah. Get fucked.
0: Yeah. Fuck. that. Yeah. That that scene has probably been my favorite scene of the show so far just because I love the actor that plays Kemper.
3: Yeah. The casting director of this show is up there with the casting director of Dark for me. Yeah. They do really good jobs. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, uh, do you guys want to finish out this show and then wrap it up next episode or do you want to how, take it slower? How many episodes are left? Four.
2: Uh, let's do like two and Six, two. Six, seven, eight, nine. Two and two. Uh, it's easier to manage two per week to kind of like, yeah. comp- not compress, but like uh, articulate it. I think this week being really, three episodes, we're them. missing stuff.
0: Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> We're really kind of glossing over the Atlanta stuff, but it's just, I don't know, that's a whole nother conversation, and I'm sure there's going to be more to talk about that as Holden continues in the next episodes.
2: I mean, nothing's come I out of it.
0: Realistically, it. like It's just kind of been like the political aspect of
2: things, and it's not as interesting. Like, the party at Ted's is more interesting than, than that so far,
0: yeah. because it's just, hey, I want to check this stuff out. No. Okay. But, Yeah. Hunter, good. Go watch it. Definitely mm-hmm. go watch it. Again, yeah, it's it's definitely gonna be a contender for show of the year, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I think that's it. I think we're good to wrap up.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay, so thanks everyone for listening. Make sure you go to our Twitter and see me never tweet. And <laughs> go to our website, com. We got Spotify, iTunes.
3: Speaking of Twitter, sorry. Today Cody saw a sign for Labor Day and was like, "Oh, it's what's Labor Day again? It's like Earth Day, right?" <laughs> That's Arbor Day. Yeah, but close, yeah.
2: Close
0: there. yeah. I said I was close enough. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> it's not like anyone even really cares about Arbor Day or does anything for it. I, the Earth doesn't care. I
2: plant trees, Cody. Fuck off.
3: <laughs> okay, sorry. I had to throw that out yeah. there because it was I'm, hilarious. I'm fine with being dumb. It was great. <laughs> it made my day.
0: Thanks, planet Earth. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Go go listen to our episodes. Give us a comment. Give us a rating. Go on Spotify. Pet your dog for us. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us how cute Chloe is. Wish her well for her recovery from her tooth pulling.
3: Yes. Uh,
0: call her a fucking dweeb for breaking her goddamn tooth.
3: <laughs> An idiot.
0: God. Uh, that's all I got.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Bye bye. Bye.